0: We are the Bros Who Think Network, and you're tuned in Bros Who Binge. Enjoy.
1: What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast, the 54th episode. I'm Adam Schubert. And as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing?
0: Doing well, man. Can't complain. You know, solid. F- f- uh, well, by the time you guys are hearing this, solid Friday. So sure. Yeah, doing doing well and can't complain. So and we got a lot of good stuff to talk about from D23 to M- Star Wars to Marvel, like a lot of good good stuff and some DC stuff. So I'm excited.
1: Yeah, it's kind of uh, the calm before the fall movie storm. We, it's kind of a little bit of a slow time in the movie, so we don't really have a big movie we're going to review, but we are going to talk about uh, Young Justice that finished out right yep. before Titan starts up next week, and then next week also It comes out, Ooh. so that's going to be the start of the fall movie trend.
0: And supposedly, this is what the word on road is, we're going to get a Birds of Prey trailer only if you go watch It, and then you'll get it a Joker, but, so we got a lot of good stuff, The like you said, the fall before the storm, but should be... Whenever you're ready, man, I'm ready because we got a lot to cover.
1: Yeah, the one thing I wanted to say before we get into things is, man, do I wish that I could go be an undergrad at Texas. Why is that? Matthew McConaughey, full-time film teacher.
0: Ooh, that's pretty. That's pretty litty. Isn't that I know cool? I think the Texas students are gonna like eat that up.
1: Yeah, man. Like, I would totally try to be in Matthew McCona- McConaughey's class. I'm sure that he's had so many requests. I wonder how many like students he's actually gonna take on.
0: Yeah, I know. I wonder. It's gonna be interesting to see like how many people they're allowing that class, and how many people are just like stalking that room.
1: Or, like, who's going to be Matthew McConaughey's new proteges in the film industry? True, true, true. <laughs> what so, does that mean? What does Matthew McConaughey's proteges to the film industry do for the future of the culture?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. We're going to see, man. It's going to be very interesting looking at that. But, yo, man, shoes. Let's get started, brother.
1: Yeah, plenty of things to talk about and all the things that we love to talk about. So let's get into it. I'm ready. Let's go. So first we're going to talk about Star Wars. D23 gave us all the the best Star Wars news we could have possibly had from the Rise of Skywalker to the Mandalorian. And the best news that any Star Wars fan could have at any of these conventions is footage. So we got the trailer for the Mandalorian and we got a little bit of an added footage trailer to the, the Rise of Skywalker.
0: Yes, we did both. So let's start off with Mandalorian. What would you think? Well, Mandalorian, I think, is everything
1: that I've always wanted in a Star Wars property, whether it be a video game, television show, movie, spinoff movie, uh, really kind of feels in its own world, but within the Star Wars universe, because we've seen the same old story with the Skywalkers and all of that, and the Jedi and all of that told from time and time again, but what's it like just to be a person in the universe, and this is kind of like that take with going to the, ba- and exploring the Bounty Hunter Underworld universe. Yeah, no man, I'm excited for this. Really great score on that trailer, kind of has this like, real western vibe. Yep. Like, uh, we've said uh, off air multiple times, it's very similar to what we expected Cowboy Bebop would be.
0: Yeah, this is this is the Cowboy Bebop series that like if the one with Jon Cho doesn't excite, the Mandalorian Spike, call we- Carl Weathers is Jet and uh, Gianno Carcarlo's Faye. So I'm gonna be excited either way that it goes. But like you said, it's a western, so I'm I'm excited to see. Um, the Mandalorian and his robot, like, gunsling against all these other people. What's John Carlo Esposito doing? And also, I think it's very interesting because this is the first time we see what the fallout of the Empire is. Like, how does that affect—what do these soldiers are doing? Are these soldiers becoming despots of their own land? Like, this is very interesting stuff because with the new Disney movies of Star Wars, like Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, which we'll talk about— we see a world that looks very similar to the worlds we've known because they're at war. This is peacetime. So how does the world look after a major war during peacetime? That's something I'm interested in seeing.
1: Shoot. I think it's the most interesting period of the entire canon line right now. I think we've explored enough of pre-Luke Skywalker and we've explored enough of what became, or, you know, the Clone Wars and stuff in that era. Yeah. But we haven't really seen this 30 years to 40 years in between Jedi and in the new series. So, I mean, that's just all this unexplored territory. That's where they need to stay and keep it with stories that aren't centric around the main cast because it just makes things more difficult.
0: That is true. There's
1: a, so, much, so much of a big universe to play with.
0: It look, Like, just from how it looks... It just feels like Star Wars like this is the first thing that I can say from the new era and Rogue One you know is my favorite new era Star Wars film but this is the first one that and it feels like Clone Wars it feels like it it feels like oh I'm watching Clone Wars live action like Dave Filoni really just has that magic and like I know people gonna be like oh you can tell that from a trailer but nah like you can see like it just feels like Star Wars but a gritty Star Wars and something that I'm very interested in seeing
1: Definitely gritty. Interesting because we didn't know how gritty things would get on Disney Plus, and I think this is showing that they are gonna. But they did say no R rated content. I mean they they're gonna show a dude getting split in half.
0: Do you think they're gonna show
1: it or do you think they're gonna cut away? I mean, even if they did cut away, it's one of those things like I was saying in previous Implied. episodes yeah. where it's like that dude got cut in half. Like w- whether or not you want to show it or not. Yeah, he did. He got cut in half. So.
0: Well, not much to speculate on with The Mandalorian. Just really ready to see what what they're about and what they yeah, do. Yeah,
1: November 12th. So that's the day.
0: And we will be probably like, what? You think they're going to release it weekly or you think they're going to just dump it all to us at once? I think it's going to be weekly. If it's weekly, we're, we're reviewing it weekly. For sure. But if it's dumped to us all at once, what we'll do have we to gonna? wait a couple weeks. All right. Yeah. We'll probably, well, I'll probably watch it all in one night.
1: Yeah, the, the thing about that is because it's it's gonna roll out with Disney Plus. You got to give people some time to get Disney Plus.
0: True. So it might be weak. They might do that Titans thing. That's what I'm thinking. Like I I think it'd be
1: really hard if they just rolled out all the. the or they might think they're I mean, like and it could be one of those deals where it's like oh well we don't want them to just like get the month get it for the month or get like a free month or whatever and then like not buy the service you know.
0: True. 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 We shall see. Let's talk about what has the internet buzzing. Dark Ray, dual blade red saber, last scene of the like that's the only thing really about the Rise of Skywalker trailer that we that was anything worth talking well
1: Yeah, just some of the more beautiful shots that are in there. That's like what I was the, about to, yeah. the uh the shot with the, the Star Wars Burning Man. Yeah.
0: Uh there's the
1: red C three POIs that What does the, that mean? Like that, I don't know what that's about. Isn't
0: that like com like there's some comic book no. stuff to that? Nothing? mm Real. Interesting. I thought somebody uh, said that was so
1: I don't know what that's going to be all about. Then you have the two coolest shots I've ever seen. The them, I guess, the resistance coming all out of hyperspace, and then uh, the shot after that where it's like rows and rows and rows of star destroyers and like a storm cloud. It really reminds
0: me of like Star Wars. Is like when you when you see the first movies. You really get that like the Nazi-inspired vibe, yeah, and that brought that back
1: for sure. And I think like the the new order definitely has a lot more of those tendencies than before.
0: Yep. But let's talk about Dark Bladed Ray. What you think? I got my theory.
1: Oh, uh, well, I'm definitely big on the whole. It's a vision, or that's a mirror. You you you're buying that? Yeah, I'm definitely buying that. Oh, I, I think it's gonna be like something uh, it could go along the lines of uh, this is like the Emperor taking her through a trial showing her what she could be the potential of what she could have like yeah, I guess s- stuff like that
0: that would just to, does, is that not boring storytelling
1: uh, I don't necessarily think that it's boring boring storytelling it might be a little safe it is very safe so should
0: i tell him my theory
1: well i think your theory is very is one that should be talked about obviously yeah i think it's something that's way plausible
0: my thing is i'm thinking raise a clone Mm -hmm. i think there's a bunch of rays the and why else would you have palpatine be in this movie unless like he has a purpose like, with the vision thing, I just feel like, what's his purpose? Like, is he just doing the same old, same old, trying to get Darth Vader, color? Kylo- like, why is he alive? Well, it's,
1: well, that's the thing. We don't know what he is in, at all. Like, we haven't seen him alive. True. He could just be an essence. He could just be a Sith holocron. That's true. So there's just not enough evidence for me to, like, buy into the theory right now. Okay, that's But, I mean, I definitely true. think it's plausible, and I think that the whole idea of her being a clone to begin with makes a lot of sense and has a lot of tie-ins, especially in J.J.'s movie.
0: And my thing with that is, like, even Ryan kind of did him a bone. Ryan kind of gave him a bone. Well, with-
1: I think with what you're saying with what Ryan's talking about in the multiple rays... Yep. I think that could also be... Par- could go towards the vision mirror theory, too.
0: Could be. My thing with the Ryan thing is, is... When people at when he when they were asking what's her past, he she sees a bunch of hers, a bunch of hers. Maz Kanata said, "There's no point in worrying about your past. You gotta go about your future." She has no past. She's a bunch of clones, like all the like. And I know people are gonna be like, "What about those visions?" Well, in in the visions and JJ's stuff, she was seeing different. Things of different people and hearing different voices of different people, both Palpatine and Obi-Wan. And my thought process with this is she is a clone from all of, maybe not all the Jedi, but a clone of most of the most strong, the most powerful Jedi that we've seen. And that explains why the moment she picks up a lightsaber, her powers are instant because it comes natural to her because Palpatine or whoever is in charge. But I think Palpatine... when. It made Ray into this clone, and somehow Good Ray got out, and that's why we have a Good Ray, and that's Dark Saber Ray. Yeah, One of I the think clones. it could
1: either be the split, or yeah, I think it's got to be the two, just them two. I because I think there could be a possibility that there's even more, but they could have been but they're failed. Not active. Yeah, Un- unactive or had failed or been killed and and such. Yep, no, I'm with Like, true, I almost feel like. The Ray that we know may have been, like, either the runt of the group or the the outcast of the Probably batch.
0: Sure. Yep, the one that they didn't think would be the strongest or whatever. Or
1: didn't show the most dark side tendency.
0: Also, let me give them more reason to believe this theory may be possible. In J.J.'s movie, the movie was supposed to start with Luke's hand floating and i don't know if it was somebody was supposed to get him or there was supposed to just be a scene with luke's cut off hand to remind people of something and we still don't know why and that got cut at the last minute but that was gonna be in there why was that gonna be in there maybe she's part of luke's dna maybe she's part of i think palpatine's in there may have some vader in there may even have some obi-wan in there
1: yeah you don't know the kind of elements or what was used to recreate this clone. This gray clone. Because I mean, I, I guess what we what, it kind of goes with, kind of like what you were talking about with tying everything together from the beginning it and ties, making sure.
0: It, because they do say this is a closure of all the the movies. Well, That's the perfect sure. way to tie like tie everything. Well, because I, you, I, you have I the clones from the uh, uh prequels.
1: Yeah, like the clones from the prequels, and they like kind of. You, I think everyone kind of had this idea that when the prequels came out, I was like, well, why don't you just clone a bunch of Jedi? Yep. And I think it was all about, like, not being able to make the Force power work. So I think it has to do with... That's why I'm not necessarily sure it's going to be Palpatine as a person or, like, some sort of essence, mm-hmm. where, like, it was his essence uh, from this holocron or whatever he has been able to preserve himself in a way. And, like, that was part of what was Snoke... Mm. and snoke was like part of this entity that he was trying to create to re- to you know be reborn in a sense
0: and that also goes back to why everybody's like how does kylo know or seeming like he knew ray
1: yeah and but that's where it sucks with the last jedi cuz it seems so weird that all of a sudden he was like oh like we have to get this girl yeah, this girl is this like, and
0: that's why it makes sense that she's a clone
1: Yes, yes, I I get that, but I'm just like griping about the last Jedi. Once oh yeah, Last man, Jedi that, like, didn't do
0: JJ any favors.
1: Like instead of this idea that Kylo is kind of in fear of this project that he think that I believe he knows about, it ended up doing the whole Raylo thing and throwing us for a loop.
0: Yeah, but I will say the, the the only thing from Last Jedi that really really helps is that mirror scene. Yeah but that's my thing, like, I think she's a clone, because anything, like, I think that's adventurous storytelling, and it's also believable storytelling in the Star Wars universe, it, because, like, like we said, they had clones in the earlier one, Palpatine was very concerned about that, Obi-Wan didn't want that to fall in the wrong hands, because he knew, and you can control clones, as we saw with Order 66, and it just ties everything back together,
1: with people out there who are like well I thought that the Carrie Russell deal where she was going to be Ray's mom and all that they did talk in an interview with um what's his name Oscar Isaac and John uh, isn't Boyega Is she close to Poe? She's supposed to be like Poe's friend.
0: Like, yeah, she she's tied in Poe so that's that and then we know the black girls tied in the Finn. Naomi uh, what's, her, what's her name? Uh, Naomi Aki? Naomi Aki, yeah, she's tied in the Finn. So there's that but I mean I'm just saying if anything would be cool because I've heard people talk about time travel I've heard people talk about like weird shit that just time travel at this point would not fly in Star Wars people would be like y'all just did that in Marvel why are you doing this in Star Wars and I think the clone situation would be not considered safe different enough but not as divisive as say as Game of Thrones making Daenerys just burn everybody down
1: it would be a good idea if properly executed where like 100%. the vision idea is like something that they've, they've is done passable, and they know, yeah. believable, and also can push along your Ben Redemption pl- line.
0: But see, I think Clone Ray could even push forth Ben Redemption. Probably so. Because he's like, because she w- good Ray would have to be like, yo, we're not about to let this bitch do like you're about to rock with Palpatine in this in dark. Yeah,
1: it almost probably be better. He-
0: forbidden redemption that's mm-hmm. what I'm just, like if you want or he just becomes this like anti-hero where he helps ray but he doesn't like agree with her
1: yeah that's probably the best case i think that's something that we'd like to see out of the jedi like the thing that's really cool about the mandalorian is we've wanted we want to see a story like that for sure and the next thing we'd want to see like that is the same kind of story but with a jedi like what would have been really interesting is that instead of telling like the story of kanan in like rebels, mm-hmm. it would have been really interesting if like his story was told in a series like that, but way more gritty. Like because I'm a, you know I wouldn't say use the same exact story as canon because that story was created on the fly as it went.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. My thing is just man, if they have, and this just makes me wish JJ would have did all three, but. They have a chance to make something really cool here with that dark ray, and they've given people their wish. Like my thing was, look, JJ, you set it up that Ray was gonna have a double bladed lightsaber. Where, that, where, that, where that's at, partner. and but we know JJ is the king of misdirects. Like, that's
1: not really well. I mean, it is a double sided lightsaber, but it's even cooler because it's a nunchuck
0: lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> yes, can oh, Do you think she can like swing it around like a nunchuck?
1: Yeah. You think no, it? no, no, not like a nunchuck. No, no, no. But no. I think that she can hold it with the two blades going out that oh, one have direction.
0: Like, ooh, Liddy, yo, Darth Maul, Ray. I, I like like. Ray's becoming my favorite. Like if she has that and balls out, like I might be a more fan of Clone Cithrae than I am of. Well, Blade I mean, Sider there was Ray.
1: another shot in that as well with Ray doing like her force throw that was sending like, the lightsaber through trees and junk. That yeah, she ch- had
0: like a a staff in her hand as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see, man. We'll see. I'm inter- La- Last Jedi just like this meme really described it well, where it was like Ray from Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Holding the dude's hand, like the meme where the dude's walking with a girl and he looks and he sees the other girl. Well, it's Ray and uh, it's Ray holding the dude's hand, and he sees the Mandalorian walking, he's like, Ooh, but then it, he's holding the Mandalorian hand and he hears the Obi Wan news, and he's like, Ooh, and then he's holding Obi Wan's hand and he sees Dark Ray, and he's like, Ah. <laughs> 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 so i'm with it man dark ray is, is dark Rey. is Bay, man dark ray but let's jump to d23's marvel side of the news of course we heard that lizzie mcguire we're, i'm gonna just break off lizzie mcguire's coming back they got a lady in the tramp trailer uh, this Noel thing is basically Bill Hader's being Santa Claus's son. Santa Claus is retired or is dead. I couldn't really tell. Bill Hader's supposed to take over. He doesn't want to do it. He runs away. Noel, who is Anna Kendrick, uh, Santa's daughter, has to go find him. And I, I believe she's going to eventually become Santa Claus. Those are the three things they like really announced. Uh, the Jeff Goldblum show, is it, I didn't really get much detail on that, but that's there it's too. It's a reality show. Yeah. So that's just like the extra bullshit news that was dropped. So just want to, High School Musical. Fill you guys in. Yeah, High School Musical and Hilary Duff's coming back to be Lizzie McGuire. So, but let's jump into the Marvel stuff. We have three new series that are announced for Disney Plus. Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk. Schubert, out of the three of those, which ones excites you the most? Uh, Moon Knight? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Moon Knight's the one that excites me the most. I'd rank it Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. But... The thing with She-Hulk is if they make her a lawyer and, like, really explore that side of it, that show could be pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, I think I think it could. I just don't know. Uh, well, I mean, I don't really know a lot about all of them, but... You know, I'm more interested in Moon Knight, who's kind of like a different character, brings a different thing to the table than seeing He's just Marvel's a different Batman. iteration of, of the Hulk, you know?
0: Pretty much. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I'm really excited for the Moon Knight stuff. We also get announced, we were saying that Kit Harrington, when we heard of uh, Kit Harrington joining the MCU, people were like, Wolverine, this, that. No, Kit Harrington's playing Black Knight, who is one of Marvel's m- main people that is part of an Avengers cast. So he has a story that. He won't be just used for this Eternals movie and then just stopped. He's part of stuff going forward for the future.
1: So he's going to be brought in in the Eternals.
0: Yes, yeah, Black Knight basically playing Jon Snow again. And so, yeah, that'll be pretty tight. We'll see him do that. Also, we have the Black Panther release date, which is May. It's that May date in like 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like May 6th, 2021. Let me pull that up. But Black Panther 2's coming. We also see Ryan Coogler's back to to come and direct the movie. So we're excited for that. I still believe that Namor is coming. Oh, no, it's yeah, it's May 6, 2022, not 2021. I still believe Namor is the villain. That's been rumored. They didn't announce that yet. And I think they're holding that close to the vest. But that's my belief. Also, in Falcon Winter Soldier, it was announced that Wyatt Russell has joined the cast as john f walker aka u.s agent who in the comics has been known to be captain america as well as a villain to captain america so that's oh we also got to look at black widow's new costume and in uh david harbour as red guardian with yeah i don't beard. know
1: if a lot of people recognize who he is but i mean he's been in like a lot of different things like yeah. you know, walking dead 22 jump street he was in he was you talking the about frapples, Wyatt russell yeah yeah he was an overlord yeah, he was an Overlord. He was in Everybody Wants Some, which was like a Hulu movie.
0: So that's gonna be dope. Ad- adding him to Falcon, Winter Soldier, really making this, because they say this is supposed to look at the darkness side of the world post game, All this stuff, like when the people came back, the blip in having like how that world looks because Black Ronan was really killing people in that like darkness side of the MCU, quote unquote. So they say Falcon and Winter Soldier have to deal with the repercussions of that plus. The blip and everybody coming back into those situations, seeing people they know died and like having all that dark stuff happen. So I'm excited for that. Out of all this Marvel news, it wasn't the shebang that everybody thought, but getting Moon Knight, getting Miss Marvel, getting She Hulk, that's pretty dope. I think Moon Knight helps my Marvel Knights theory. Miss Marvel definitely to me is the. Way to get us the new Avengers or the Young Avengers, so and then She-Hulk—that's just a cool add to the to the to the dynamic.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, the more the b- content, the better. I guess it's all going to de- be dependent on how it gets rolled out because. You know, looking at DC, we thought we were going to have a bunch of, you know, we thought we were going to have Swamp Thing for years and years, and it's one and done, so. That's the thing, these shows
0: have to get views.
1: Exactly, like any of these shows could be off after This isn't like
0: their movies where they can just do like Ant-Man and slide by with like a low budget and then like drop it again, get a sequel, like if, if season one of these shows don't do well, I don't know how many of these get a season two
1: yeah exactly
0: but I I think Moon Knight and Miss Marvel will definitely do well She-Hulk we'll have to see and Falcon Winter Soldier is going to kill the one that I'm worried about is WandaVision but we'll see when we get there but that's all I got with D23 Marvel stuff Shubi. alright well going into talking about
1: trailers the DC Elseworld movie for Joker
0: Got, its tra-
1: got a new trailer.
0: Boy, did it ever. Yep. So let's talk about this, because I have two takes on this. For my first take, I watched The King of Comedy with Robert De Niro, the Martin Scorsese film that they said that this was based off of, or at least took inspiration from. And just seeing that movie, I truly feel that this movie took heavy inspiration from that. It almost seems like Robert De Niro's character in the Joker is playing him uh playing Rupert Pumpkin or Pumpkin from the King of Comedy and it's just him grown up. I know that I know he has a different name in the movie, but that's just the vibe you get in and- if Joker really takes some of the things that they did in King of Comedy, where Rupert Pupkin believed he was having these conversations and there were illusions, and that and at the end you don't know if he really takes over the show or if he's in jail still because a lot of crazy shit happens. Spoiler for the, a lot of that spoiled, but he has these illusions, and if Joker's having these illusions and shit, and like he goes crazy, that'd be a very interesting take. But gotta call a spade a spade. This movie has nothing to do with DC's The Joker. And they've said as much. Yeah, like, and Todd Phillips was basically like, yeah, this is our take on the IP, and it's a totally different spin. And I mean, his laugh was fine. His laugh was amazing. Yeah, yeah. My thing is, it just feels like they titled this Joker just to get the DC fans in, whereas if they'd have called it Arthur or Fleck, it might have, like, I don't know, it might have resonated a little Mm. more.
1: Well, I don't know. I think that without the the name, I don't think they would get as many of the viewership. Oh, for sure. What this movie reminds me of, especially because it's Walking Phoenix, is her, Mm. and like her got a lot of critical success. But I don't know how well it would do in the box office compared to if you would have named if if it would have been attached to a DC or a Marvel or another big name franchise. You know, so I think getting the name Joker on here. And telling a quality story like that is going to boost its...
0: Yeah, it's going boost its hype. For sure.
1: and hype, yeah.
0: But uh, look, Joaquin's already been tapped. People are saying he's the frontrunner for leading actor. And from all the movies we've seen... I mean, shit, I don't like... If that movie lands really well and does critic critically success and box office success, I could see him winning.
1: Yeah, I don't know what other movie we could pull.
0: For, for best actor. For best actor. Yeah, I don't know. And then like... If this movie is an actually good movie more than Joaquin, this thing could get nominated for Best Picture. And don't let a DC movie win Best Picture and Best Actor. Oh, you Marvel heads are gonna have a.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm hey, gonna be hey. a douche. <laughs> There's a Marvel movie that won an Oscar.
0: What Black Panther?
1: Into the Spider Verse, but it wasn't with. Oh yeah, it was Sony. Disney Marvel. It was with old Sony.
0: That is a big. Don't fact. sleep
1: on old Sony. <laughs> That's all Even f- though Disney put him in a hole.
0: <laughs> That's all Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Got to give them their props for that. But yeah, no, man, this Joker movie, it does look good. I'm not going to be
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. Um, it's definitely not going to be what people expect it to be, which so I don't know what people's reactions are going to be. Uh, I think coming it's going to be
0: it. a lot of what you predicted the first time like 25% of him Joker at the end, and like the rest is him as Arthur Flair. <laughs> having mental breakdowns.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's going to be more of like the emotional tear of this guy who wanted to be a what a comedian. Yeah, and it's then showing
0: like, you, I guess, that the bad day that Joker always talks about, like how you can go crazy just from having like a bad experience and that spirals you out of the life you're supposed to have. And I think it's showing how a man can get to that depths of that level. I think this is more of a a view on how someone can become Joker than a tale of the Joker himself.
1: Yeah, so I don't think we're going to be seeing a lot of uh, dude rolling around, shooting people in the face kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm with you on that. I don't think we're going to see too much of that. But it, it'll definitely be, look, it's going to be good, though. I'm excited for this. But some, if you want a more comic book approach on something, then ladies and gentlemen, look no further than Titan Season 2 because, my God, that new trailer. Look, Season 1, whether you like it or you don't, or you feel like they, they went too astray with the characters, you can see that season one was there to show you that you can't just have the Titans that you know already in a live-action series without, like, it's it's not impactful if you don't see them become the Titans. In season two, they are the Titans.
1: Yeah, this is a totally different show mm-hmm. than it was in season one. And, uh yeah, I think, I guess, I just need to go through the seasoning because it definitely went over my head that they had already like done this thing for a long time prior and the, that's kind of like a re bringing it back kind of thing
0: yeah it, but like they kind of hinted that in season 1 because you because we saw yeah but i
1: thought it was, i felt like that was more of like the team sort of thing where like i didn't think it was like an established young or like a teen titans titans tower kind of deal
0: yeah see i didn't i didn't think of that either but i definitely, I, definitely but I get that vibe now yeah no 100% in well i mean look season 1 gave us Batman. i mean gave us robin and wonder girl sitting in a room while batman and uh wonder woman were talking and they're like yeah we got to do the sidekick thing and i mean dawn and hank always and we saw the picture with dawn hank uh wonder girl and robin so i mean i could believe it and i also this trailer definitely convinces me that aqualad is not alive or something's fucked up with him
1: yeah he's the sins of the past you think so? I
0: think he's dead.
1: Yeah, you think it's all flashback thing. Most well, goes back to Robin's costume, the establishment like, of the old team, or whatever.
0: Yep, and like how this thing is—they throughout this trailer, they showed the old team has sins, and it's all about you got to tell these new kids what happened with us because if you don't, they're not. It's something bad shit's going to continue to happen, and we also get the mention that Robin's dead. So anytime we see him in that Robin suit, I don't think that's—I think that's all flashback.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it has to be. And speaking of Robin, the addition to Jason Todd of this season looks like he's going to be that like pushback to Dick. To
0: Dick, yep. And I think he's going to go off on his own. Mm-hmm. and He's going to die.
1: Probably Slade's so.
0: going to kill him. Like that's that's coming. And yeah. we're going to get Red Hood. But you think that. it's going
1: to be like at the end, or you think it's going to be like sort of similar to what they've done? in some of the, pretty much almost all the shows they put on the DC streaming network where the th- second to last episode or the third to last episode is your big climactic episode and then it's like set up i think
0: jason dies mid season
1: exactly so like then there's going to be like this setup of a tease to the red hood in the next season
0: yep and i think jason dies mid season i think we have to see dick overcome that his first true test is nightwing and he has to battle Slade with the team, and I think that's going to happen. But Slade. This trailer was so dope because we see we're getting Dr. Light from the original Teen Titans. We're seeing we're getting Shimmer. We see the mention of Starfire's people coming and Blackfire's coming. So, like, I'm super excited for all that. Like, this season is going to be jam-packed. We also have Crypto and, and Connor. Like, what the hell's up with that? Like, is Lex going to... Well, we know Mercy Graves has been cast.
1: Yeah. Lex see, is going to show up. Now, see, I, I think that... You know we, what you were saying, how we didn't see a lot of Aqua Lad. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see a lot of Connor. Yeah, and I think that probably has to do with him coming later. I think maybe that it, may the, it mm-hmm. kind of leads into the Cadmus stuff, where the Cadmus stuff is kind of that latter half, or it could be, or could be near the beginning, and he kind of doesn't end up on the team until maybe halfway through, That's like what I we think, start yeah. like going through the Cadmus stuff and he ends up being like that little side Because they made a
0: distinct, a real distinction to say that Rose and Connor are new parts of the team, at least in the synopsis. Okay. So, my my whole thoughts of Lex hiring Deathstroke to kill the team, I don't know if that's the case anymore. I feel like, man, okay, so, or, is Je- do you think Jericho died? I
1: don't know.
0: His other son, because they showed up, we didn't see a lot of his other son. We saw a lot of Rose shoot Uh, because i don't know how jericho ties in all this
1: i mean maybe jericho has a role to play now that rose is not around not
0: around maybe see i feel like or maybe
1: jericho being gone had something to play with rose flipping to the titans
0: maybe man maybe jericho is the interesting thing does he take place for the old Titans and part of those sins and why Deathstroke was coming at him because Wonder Girl said or that like was
1: ha- he the main villain for that group is what you're saying
0: or was he like a part of the team and like, and like they caused his death and that's why Slade was coming after him at first maybe who knows I don't know but this season is very interesting a lot of questions and I'm hyped can't wait to start reviewing it September 6th
1: yeah definitely Um, I think that You know, obviously the Titans has been a big part of this podcast since the jump. So we're definitely excited to be reviewing those week to week once again.
0: Yeah. And the big thing of the trailer, the end thing was when uh, Dove was like, become Batman to Dick. I don't think Dick's going to become Batman in this. I think that's more so him becoming Nightwing. It's time.
1: Yeah, because we haven't seen him in the suit. No, they're saving that, of course. So, yeah, I think it would be more... I think it would be bigger to see him don that suit at the end, than yeah. or at any point during the season, like than to see him. But
0: how fast season. do you think? Okay, I don't feel that her telling him that is like towards the end. I feel like that's more towards the front half.
1: Probably so because what's this dude gonna wear?
0: <laughs> is he just gonna be? A he just burned close? his Robin. Suit. Yeah, like that's not there, bro. Like I do not want to see him get another Robin suit. I really don't. I feel like that's a regression.
1: Well, that's just dumb because you got Jason in the mix.
0: Exactly. Like, he needs to be something else. But I do like seeing his rekindleship with Bruce. Like, Bruce telling him, yeah, do it again. Just because you made a mistake, you got to do it again. So that that means that we're going to find out what happened with that first Titans group. But excited,
1: old, Je- old Mormon.
0: Yeah, but he still has his, his Game of Thrones Jordan. accent. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even bother to switch it up.
1: They were just like, here, this is just like a man. <laughs> like this is just like it's not that big a deal just don't worry about
0: yeah, it <laughs> just ignore the fact that he's draw more money <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. oh man
1: uh, the next turn uh the next story that we're gonna talk about is another trailer the Terminator trailer acknowledge that you were a li- you might be a little wrong um I think I'm more interested in it now but not necessarily because of what it is okay explain like not I I uh, the name Terminator doesn't really get me wanting to go, but what that trailer kind of showed me was even besides the whole Terminator deal, which I still don't understand what they're gonna do with the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger thing. He's gonna be like their mentor, like it's weird.
0: <laughs> no, he's just like the ter- he's just gonna help him.
1: Yeah, he, well, he's pretty much giving them like how, teaching them how to like protect that chick. He's like well, Sarah kind of
0: knows how to shoot. A, they both those people. I think it's more so for her, the the little girl.
1: What, yeah whatever it's fan service <laughs> so like I'm not really like that pumped about the idea of having another Terminator movie but this just looks like a really bomb action movie from like what I've seen with what Diego Luna yeah, is the, ter- the, the villain, the villain and yeah. he looks badass like all the scenes with him look like they're gonna be and awesome and
0: I really like that the the human girl I don't know the actress's name but I'm glad she's not a Terminator yeah. and she's a human and it shows that like humans can become augmented I really like that they did, and I, yeah. did yeah. the Halloween approach with this
1: yeah, yeah, they took that Halloween approach with it and I like that with that approach meant that it was an entirely new spin on the future past the Terminator movies that we knew because yep. we had always kind of had that apocalyptic wasteland and this is more of like a lot of people survived and not everything was changed but it's it's still, you know,
0: it's Yeah, still like they survived in past its own like way. Sarah's so it's like, actions saved them like, Judgment Day, Terminator 2 doesn't happen, but it still leads them to a fate that they don't want. Yeah. So they have to try to figure out how to change that fate. So this is pretty interesting, man. Like you said, this looks like a good action movie. And I and I figured, man, like Tim Miller is not going to be cut from Deadpool 2 and spend all of his time making this and not have this fire. His return back into public eye.
1: Yeah, I think Tim Miller is trying to really establish himself. As a good director. uh, Yeah, as a director in the film industry. I think he's trying to...
0: I think he's trying to show, like, yo, Deadpool 1 was me. It was not Ryan. And if y'all see Deadpool 2, it kind of really shows.
1: Sure. I think that... Ryan saved Deadpool 2 in a lot of Yeah, ways. He, yes,
0: he definitely so, did. So, like,
1: I wouldn't say, like, oh, well, you yeah, know, that was all Tim Miller. But I th- but I think
0: a lot of the good stuff about Deadpool 1 was Tim Miller. Sure.
1: And, and I if think, this movie's like, successful, it's going to And show. then, of course, it's really hard to tell what from Deadpool 2 that was taken from Deadpool 1 wasn't just,
0: like, just rehashing what Tim Miller had already established. Big facts. We'll <laughs> never know that. So this is going to be – look, man, I'm excited for Terminator, but let's talk about – academy award nominee timothy chalamet winning lin over in this new trailer the king with our boy rob Patt. this looks good man
1: oh yeah what a cast like this what looks a movie.
0: good i was shocked joel edgerton wrote this with yeah. the director interesting that that kind of threw me for a loop. That's when I was like, "Oof, is this is going to be good." <laughs> I don't know. I
1: think I really think Game of Thrones has really got us all back in this kick that like old medieval movies could be really cool if you take them seriously and like really do, you know. Bro, do some of my well. favorite
0: movies are those old epics like Troy and
1: Br- you know Braveheart is one that this kind of ties in, you know, this kind of reminds you of in a mm-hmm. sense because it's all that British, Scottish and, and you know. Irish and I like fighting. the thing
0: that Chris Pine did for Netflix oh yeah the Outlaw King is great yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I
1: mean there's another thing coming up for Robert the Bruce where it's pretty much like a Braveheart it's not a Braveheart sequel but it takes the characters from Braveheart and tells a story that was farther past
0: okay farther events. past what the Outlaw King did yes okay cool 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 is this Chris Pine coming back or is it going to be someone new
1: no it's different, different. It's completely okay, okay. different
0: okay yeah. real well that's interesting man but how do you feel about Timothy Chalamet being the young king
1: Well, I'm a big Timothy Chalamet fan. I'm really excited to see Dune. Yeah, I think that's going to be, I think this is kind of like that setup for him to be taken seriously as someone who could not, who could do the dramatic roles, but also have a little bit of an edge to them.
0: Like the last movie was his coming out party. This is like his Oscar, like him pushing for something, like doing something serious in the next thing's his franchise.
1: Sure, like I think he was really trying to go for the Leo model. Mm. And um I think that you know, he can show that he can do a little bit
0: a Little bit of more
1: a little bit more dynamic.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with yeah. you. And then we get to see Rob Pat before we see him in Tenet and Batman, so and let's he gets go. to be evil. Yeah, as a villain, so I'm interested. Is he gonna be villain villain in Batman? He
1: better not be nice.
0: Well and in, well intended it we don't we still don't know. He might be John David Washington's partner or he might be the villain. We shall see. But good for Rob Patman and the King, but should be that's all I got on that. That's coming to Netflix soon.
1: All right. Well, the next thing I wanna talk about is another thing coming to Netflix pretty soon. Is El Camino the Breaking Bad movie. It had a little bit of a date announcement teaser where it kinda gave you the idea that this is gonna be Jesse's story and that they're going to really focus in on what's going on with Jesse and his adventure that this is going to be for and that date that they announced this will come out is uh October 11th.
0: Real, and this has been so, filmed, this has been ready like
1: Yeah, apparently it's ready to go. Uh,
0: the people are excited about this. Look, Breaking Bad fans, you got more to look forward to. I'm surprised it
1: being so soon they didn't just go ahead and just drop a whole trailer
0: yeah I know I think they're just trying to save some of that hype you know And they're uh, trying it to makes save... me
1: think that there's not a lot of movie
0: or they're just trying to save the story cause like yeah. this is something that pe- like you gotta think Schubert, they've, people have been waiting for this for forever ever since Breaking Bad ended like Better Call Saul has been a hit like why not save all the anticipation? Like, just let people know, yeah, the movie's coming October 11th. Will y'all watch it? Yeah, Breaking Bad fans definitely will. So why not save some of the hype? In your-
1: well, what I also I think is interesting about this is because it doesn't really have too much to do with, like, Walter White and all that deal, it could be something that the people who, like me, haven't seen could the majority of all of that could still watch it.
0: Yeah, no, this could be, this could be something that could get you to watch Breaking sure. Bad. So. Good Uh, for
1: them. Yeah, the next release date that is tentatively announced is Watchmen, which is supposed to either come out as you're listening to this podcast or over the weekend or pretty soon, but it's supposed to be October
0: 20th. Ooh, okay. So it's coming up. So it's going to be out in October. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. real, I'm excited for this. Well, let's go. We'll find out. And maybe by next week's episode, we'll let you know the if that's confirmed or not. But next up, we got Nathan Fillion set to join Suicide Squad 2. And as well as Taika Waititi is rumored to have interest in joining the cast. We shall see if he joins. We don't know what Nathan Fillion is going to be. But just letting you guys know that Suicide Squad has been bolstered. I'm really excited to see if he joins.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people are taking this next Suicide Squad movie real seriously. I mean, not that they didn't take it seriously to begin with, because it was Oscar nominated, and <laughs> <laughs> didn't it win one?
0: It won one for makeup. Yeah, which was—I so, mean, their makeup was fire.
1: Oscar winning. Yeah, and, facts. The uh, Oscar winning Suicide Squad killed in the box office.
0: Yeah, it did. People just had more expectations for it.
1: Well, I think that had to do with Will Smith.
0: Yeah, Will Smith. Did Will Smith, Margot Robbie, you're gonna save put some butts and seats. So in this movie, it doesn't have Will Smith, so it's going to be more focused on Margot and Idris Elba. Ken James Gun Deliver. That's what everybody's waiting to see. Next up, we got Morgan Freeman and Frank Grillo are set to star in an action movie called Panama with Daniel Adams directing from a script he co-wrote with William R. Barber. Highland Film Group will handle worldwide sales, will launch at the upcoming Toronto International Film Festival. Panama will be produced by Michelle Shizdix, Two chicks named Michelle. And Michelle Rehall, with Barber also serving as executive producer inspired by true events set into the nineteen 19- Eighty-nine Panama, Grillo will play a rugged, decorated ex-Marine who is sent undercover by his former commander, played by Freeman, to execute a high-value deal with untrustworthy adversaries. While navigating through the chaos of the local civil war, he must fight assassins, court femme fatales, and negotiate with the enemy in order to complete his mission. Does this sound like just another angel has fallen? Or is this going to be good?
1: I don't know. I really don't. I think I think it will kind of be something like that.
0: I hope it's good, man. Because like, they but bring... I am really
1: interested. Because like, thinking about it, 1989 Panama makes me think of like uh, Narcos vibes.
0: That's what I'm saying. And they're not bringing this to the Toronto Festival if it's just some Angel Has Fallen movie, for sure. So we shall see, man. I'm, this this but, might yeah. be interesting.
1: I mean, for people who don't know, Frank Grillo, he was in the MCU movies. So. Yeah, he's
0: he's a uh, Rock uh, Crossbones. Yeah, yeah, he's the he's Captain America's first nemesis. Yeah, after Red Skull. So this should be dope. Hopefully, Morgan Freeman's getting back in the spotlight because those Angel Fallen movies have been kind of meh. but man but making money. Yeah, definitely <laughs> making money. So, but that's all I got on that, me.
1: You can be mad if you are making money. <laughs> yeah, you can. Venom showed sure us that. All right. Well, uh, so for the last story of. Today, we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat. Ooh. Shin Han will play evil shapeshifter Shang Shung and Hiroy- Hiroyuki Sonata
0: will that, suit he, up. You know his face. He was uh, the guy Ronin fought in, in game. That's the first movie that came to my mind from him. But he's he's more important than that. He was in Last Samurai, too.
1: Yeah, well, he's going to be Scorpion. I'm so excited a big role. for that.
0: Like, people thought it was going to be Louis Tan, because Louis Tan has been cast in this. But I'm definitely more excited to see him as Scorpion.
1: Yeah, so he's going to end up fighting Joe Ta- Taslim, who's playing Sub-Zero. Nice. Um, McCod Brooks is already cast as Jack. Do you know Snowden? who that is? No.
0: That's homie from Supergirl. Oh, really? Jimmy, Br- Jimmy Olsen. Okay. I don't know if I like that.
1: I mean, he's trying to get out of the. <laughs> he's trying to get out of, the the out of that CW world. world.
0: I don't blame him. Get out of it, fam. Uh, Judy Lin.
1: Ludy Lin. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's homie from Power, Ring, from, from Power Rangers. From Power Rangers. What? That's Lulu Kang, not Lou Lang. See, there's just some typos.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> it's Ludy Lin playing Lu Kang. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh and Jessica McNamee is going to play Sonya Blade, Josh Lawson Kano
0: Nice man I'm excited for this They're getting a real cast Hopefully they take this series Because this movie could be good
1: Yeah I saw uh, an interview with someone Who's part of the producing group of it And mm-hmm. they're saying that they're taking it real seriously
0: That's what's up then Let's go man Mortal Kombat I always said that's one of the video game movies That could definitely work
1: Yeah like they're not going to be afraid To be real with it you know? And they got
0: to be gory Fatality yeah.
1: Yeah, can't like, be campy.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. So word up, man! I'm excited for this Mortal Like out of all the news, my, like that's not like the Titans trailer or the Joker stuff. Like, it, oh, and of course, like the Mandalorian and the uh, Star Wars stuff. I'm really excited for this Mortal Kombat movie.
1: Yeah, me too. I think like what you said. This is something that a lot of people have always kind of wanted a, a true depiction of what mortal Kombat represented to us as kids just as gory violent yeah fighting good fights
0: good martial arts
1: and i mean i thought that in a lot of the games they had their story modes i thought their story mode was really interesting yeah so, i mean man. like if you just kind of go off of some of what that was all about i mean i be think dope. yeah i think it'd be pretty dope
0: no we're 100 well should be. let's get to the box office
1: yeah, well, the box office is definitely interesting. It's kind of uh, not the way I would have Yeah, I didn't expect I, to see this coming. I don't even know what number five is, Overcomer.
0: Yeah, me neither. Is that like one of those Christian films?
1: Might be. Uh, number four is Ready or Not. But nice. I'm, I'm going to look up Overcomer. Right I was now. looking that up. You can continue saying it. I got you. All right. Uh, number three is Lion King. Number two is Good Boys. Uh, but number one is Angel Fallen.
0: Look at Angel so you is Fallen. So you can
1: be mad if you're making money.
0: Well, this is definitely a Christian movie. High school basketball coach John Harrison and his team face an uncertain future when their town's largest manufacturing plant shut down unexpectedly. As hundreds of people move away, John reluctantly agrees to coach cross-country, a sport he doesn't even like. His outlook soon changes when he meets Hannah Scott, an unlikely runner who pushes herself to the limit. Inspired by the words and prayers of her new friend, John starts to train Hannah for the biggest race of her young life.
1: Hey, man, those mo- those movies make money.
0: Yeah, those <laughs> Like we said this whole episode, if you make money, you'll get made. <laughs> yeah. So the, there's a whole like demographic of people who watch those movies. Good for them.
1: Well, it's not like those movies are trash. They're well made movies. They just you know
0: they're, they're a little cheesy.
1: Not, yeah, they're just not what I'm trying to go see.
0: Yeah, me neither. All right, let's get into movie on the rise. Uh, are you taking mine? Well, what, what I told was yours? you about. What I told you about off air. Oh yeah,
1: Carnival Row coming out.
0: Yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, so this week I got Carnival Row coming out on Amazon starring Orlando Bloom and Car Delavine It already has a season two being written by Mark Bernardin and Mark Guggenheim. So I'm super excited for that. It tells the story basically of these two lovers are trying to solve the mystery of murders in their world, like fairy murders and fairy crimes and Orlando Bloom's trying to navigate the corrupt society and trying to solve these crimes along with Cara Delevingne. So that's what I got. I'm going to watch it. I haven't gotten a chance to to watch it but I'm going to watch it uh, this weekend and let you guys know w- more of my thoughts next week Schubert what you got uh, mainly I want to tell people to just
1: keep your eye on the grind when it comes to the cable shows because we're getting into pilot season Yes, we and we're worry. also wrapping up a lot of the summer program so like I know Bring the Funny is about to get towards its finales which has been it's phenomenal I love some of the comedians that have been on there um, and then you know this coming up this week you'll get like mayans coming back which is not a show that i really watch but it's the start of the pilots because once we get to there we'll get titans and more and more will start to come as we get through september so just keep your eye out for that and if you're interested in that dark crystal show or movie whatever it was yeah that that does not interest me but i mean like it's not yeah i mean it's not you know it, it wasn't my generation yeah, that, that show comes out uh, this weekend. Good for them. Christian. So
0: yeah, that's what we got for Movie on the Rise. This week's discussion, Young Justice, has ended. Shuby, we gotta talk about it. First season of Young Justice that didn't end in a way where the story was wrapped up. Like, this is the first one that we still have the same villain as we started with before and it's gonna lead into season four yes we got rid of granny goodness but she was just like the middleman to us in the eventual battle with dark side
1: sure yeah like a stepping stone to like this was, was just come. the setup and i mean she even said it in the episodes Hmm. Uh, pretty much
0: this show this this was to show how the anti-life equation could be made and now the next thing is gonna be who control like I see it as who controls the anti life equation, the Justice League with letting Halo be herself, the light, or will it be dark side?
1: Yeah, it's every what's, what's what everyone's gonna be fighting for, for yeah. sure. And um Halo and
0: her motivations are now being torn apart. Yeah, because now she has damn, I didn't even think yeah. about it like this. Like now, due to what happened does she trust the heroes? Does she side with them? Or does she side with, like, her love, Brion, who is now being controlled by the light? Without his knowledge, of course.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that her real conflict is that she f- does side with the Justice League, and how can she get Brion to, under- to understand or mm-hmm. to be
0: forgiven? In which I don't think they'll ever forgive him. No, no. Yeah, no, he's done for. Yeah, he's done for. But these episodes, the first one of the bunch, we got to see Cyborg really become himself. Like, he's no longer Vic. And that was
1: one of the issues that I had early on with some of the lesser episodes, was that we were getting all this Cyborg stuff that didn't seem like it was really, like...
0: Necessary? Necessary
1: or, or helpful to the character, or really was building him up in any sort of way and then this was pretty much cyborg coming in and realizing who he was and we and, got a
0: good scene of him and beast boy being friends like
1: his first booya. yep
0: so that episode was dope we got to see the extent of his powers we got to see that gretchen good is really granny goodness which we've known this whole time but i didn't know how like they they really threw me for a loop when we saw them in the same room together It was because over Overlord, the uh, machine that was made by Metron that Granny controlled, split her two entities or two of her personalities, and then it was able to cyborg fuse them back together with the destruction of it.
1: Yeah, and got it on film.
0: Yeah, no, he did, and he, him, and Black Lightning through that episode really exposed Lex Luthor and put him in a hole.
1: Well, that was kind of the other interesting aspect of the season in general was the whole 2019 modern day dealing with. The media dealing with social media,
0: yeah, it, it really like took an inspiration from us, sure, and how our world is. And they said uh, like they made Lex Luthor say a lot of Trump quotes,
1: Trumpisms.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because on Twitter the other day, uh, shout out to Marlon from uh, the Extra Gravy podcast. He he was saying that. Because he was saying that Batman, man, Batman would have voted for Trump. I was like, bro, you're absolutely out of your mind. Batman would not have voted for Trump because Trump is basically Lex Luthor. Just like, and somebody was like, that's a disgrace to Lex. I was like, no, bro. Like, (laughs) I get Lex is smart and then does all this, but Lex is basically Trump. Like, Batman would not have supported fucking Trump, but that's beside the point. And we got to see through these Young Justice episodes giving Lex these Trumpisms.
1: I don't know. I will say, though, I think Lex would have been. I I wouldn't say, like, it's insulting, but I do feel like lex is a step above <laughs> no
0: 100 like. percent. but he's still he's still like would you rather have lex luther running our war? well with no superman lex is actually a good man that is facts sure superman is the cause of lex being lex okay because if, if we really want to break it down lex is lex because he has the batman syndrome from bvs like he's only doing this because he feels that
1: there's no other way to protect humanity unless yeah, you find a way to neutralize. He's
0: the, he's the, he feels that he's the, epi, the, the, the best human because of his brains and his intellect that they don't need a Superman when they have him. And he, he before Superman came, he was making the world better. Superman kind of turned him evil, in a sense. Sure. But that got, huh, the, the funniest moment of this season was when Superboy came out and said, yeah, Lex, you used my DNA to clone me. So that season one shit finally came out into the light.
1: Yeah um, And that's what Like you were saying When they got to the Genomorph city You are like Oh this is pretty cool Yeah and They I tied mean, everything together they, they, they did a really good job With that With certain things I didn't like The, the whole Wally West yeah. Comeback thing But I did like The whole Wally West deal With Robin In the, the episode That we talked about Last week Oh yeah yeah like and that, like I liked that and how that tied that that group in together. I didn't really like that the Artemis de- stuff. The Artemis stuff, but, but I, I
0: definitely felt it was necessary for her to move on. Good friend of Zatanna for like making it fake. Because when and when, Megan, yeah, he and began. Megan, because I, I was asking you during it, I was like, is she really like talking to him? Like, is she in limbo? And you were like, what's limbo? And I was like, there's no effing way Zatanna put her in the Speed Force and like it's talking through. Like that was me really getting real deep cut. And but they did get super deep cut with this shit having metron and like all the fourth world like this was the most dce dce show like season that they've done like everything else has been pretty basic up to this point
1: yeah i mean it's been pretty
0: pretty
1: it's been pretty sweaty yeah (laughs) let's say that like uh I feel like those earlier seasons, because they were on Cartoon Network, and they needed to be more for the general public, and more marketable, and more marketable. They used themes and names that were more marketable. Yeah, and now that they know that this is for like the diehards, they can go as hard as they yeah. want.
0: Because like, think about this: the Joker was in season one. Yeah, and like, I would not want the Joker in the show right now. No, like, there's no need for him.
1: Not really from really any Batman villains,
0: except like Deathstroke. That's it. Yeah, but yeah, man. Well, uh, let's talk about other moments from this from the end of the season. Uh, so, well, we well, said so- you
1: mentioned Deathstroke, and so you had Tara, who was his the mole for the light the whole time, and she's been ordered or tasked to kill Beast Boy. And while she finally tries to go through with that, it's revealed that Artemis and Batman Incorporated had knew, known, the, known whole time. the whole time that she was...
0: I think that's the, a beautiful twist to the Tara thing. Because we've seen the Tara thing done, 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 done into the fucking ground. And like I was, I was like, stupid. when is she going to do it? He was like, you just watch. And I was like, oh, she's about to do it. Here it comes. Here's the twist. Like, no, Batman's known the whole time. And instead of like arresting her they gave her the choice to show her that like they're the ones really controlling you we're the ones that are like really about justice and really about helping you to where we didn't want to bash you and we didn't want to tell anybody about they didn't even tell brion and that kind of turned brion to the other side
1: this is one of those things where maybe that was the best thing for tara but it's i don't know if they handled Brionne in the best way because it's like he got betrayed in almost every Ever every since, way.
0: Yeah, no, he got betrayed I mean, by Halo.
1: Halo, he, Dr. Jace, Tara, and his sister. I mean, and
0: the, and this was the final crutch, the thing that like held him together. The team and being a hero, they betrayed him by not telling him about his sister. I see why Brion's betrayal makes more sense now. Sure. Now that we're talking this out.
1: No, I mean, I thought it made sense from the jump. Like Once that all came out, I was like, oh, well, this guy's got to go evil now. Like There's no reason for him to... to To, be on
0: the team to respect
1: anyone anymore like what what respect does he have for those people now but
0: also at the same token I agree with all that I understand why he killed that like it is different being like a king of a a nation and having to make those decisions than being part of like the Justice League and like heroes like I agree heroes shouldn't kill but at that point Brion is like He's like royalty and like his uncle was trying, he killed his family and is trying to take over this country as like one of the princes. It's kind of his duty to kind of do that. Sure. But I mean, I guess some people would say you don't have to kill, you just put him in jail. But he said he would never stop. So like you have to. But it was like
1: what the ambassador said. It's like, do you blame the soldier?
0: Yeah, true. Do you blame the soldier? And that's interesting. But Brion took away the, the throne from his brother. Now Gregor's yeah. watching watching uh Tara, but I I knew Gregor wouldn't be the fucking king of, of of that shit. But yeah, that that wraps up the Brion story. Dr. Jace is also back in his life. He accepted her back and the light has planted a uh I guess a telepath to be in control of Brion.
1: Yeah, and um the league is shaken up now with yes. the leadership.
0: Yes, the league. Batman and and Nightwing. And, well, Batman's
1: now in the league officially.
0: Yeah, he's in the league officially, but Batman shut down his side team. Nightwing is now part of the team team again. Well, he's
1: the leader of the team team, from yeah, what it sounds under, like to me. To
0: follow, to follow directly under... Uh, Black Lightning, Aqualad... Well, Black
1: Lightning's the leader of the Justice, Justice, League. Justice League.
0: Yep, because Aqualad stepped down and Wonder Woman. Miss Martian stepped down from leading the team and Black Lightning's like, we're gonna take a cue from the outsiders and we're gonna be like we were. We're gonna always be in the light whether or not it goes for us or against us. We're not gonna stoop to the levels of our villains. And maybe that's why the season was so interesting and why it worked better at the end because they were playing like the, like the light. This was the first time that like they weren't out in the open and always late to things. They were on top of things. Like they were more on top. Like they do the light. Batman does the light better than the light does the light. Like that's what this showed. like. But I feel like at the same token, you need that. Like you need Batman doing that shit. Well, that well, that was like what we were talking about when we were watching
1: the scene. It's like Black Lightning giving the speech, and you have Nightwing <laughs> and Batman both behind them, and we're just waiting for the scene where, like, like uh, he's talking to Batman and Nightwing to each, each other. Like, like <sniffs> I mean, we're still gonna be doing our thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you, me, and Oracle are gonna be having like late night sessions in the Batcave, just like scheming. So,
0: <laughs> but that was amazing. like Batman, one hundred percent outsmarted like Lex Luthor and Deathstroke this season, and it just shows. Yes, it shows that Vandal. Isn't really this told me at least? Lex is more in control of like stuff that, with that. Like Vandal's more concerned about his partnership with the Dark Side, like in the anti-life shit.
1: Yeah, where like I guess Vandal's the main leader of the light. Yeah, Lex Luther's like you, know, the the VP control of operations kind of guy.
0: The former Ra- which well which was Roz Ra- well Rozalou was Deathstroke. So yeah yeah so it was it was Roz and Lex doing things now it's Deathstroke and Lex. And I don't know how much longer Deathstroke is going to last. But I will say, I think the next season might be the last. I don't know if we're going to get a season five. Well, it's,
1: here's where I would push back on that. I think that they're going to continue it. Mm. Maybe create a new Justice League show for the thing and just like make it a whole its own thing it's in itself.
0: I, I'm just waiting for, the, for them to use the final, like, the, fi- the, uh, the Trump card that the villains think they have with the kids meeting. Mm. Where they? I'm, I. I th- there's no way you introduce that introduce that in this season and not bring that up next season. So explain it again. You remember when Ocean Master, who was part of the light, was was fed up and he was like, and Lex Luthor was like, "Nah, bro, you can't do that." And he was like, "Fuck that, I'm doing it." And, Lex and it was like, like when all
1: the kids were having that baby, the, that, the the daycare, and they knew
0: where they, they knew the secret meeting spot. And Shiva killed them before it could even take place. Yeah. And Shiva was like, "That's our end game if everything fails." Mm. So I I, I think we're gonna see that next season if if next season's the last season.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think that there's so much more that people want to see out of the group that like I think it could take on one more iteration after Outsiders. Mm-hmm. But I think this is like them trying to show that we're gonna show a real larger story that, they did that's sh- very fan centric because like those first two seasons again were. On uh, network television. Yeah. So, like, this is the first time they're actually getting to tell a story story with the characters that have been developed.
0: And that last shot showing that, like, the team in the Justice League are kind of one now. Yeah, yeah. It, it really shows that, like, it's going to be more open than it's ever been. Yeah. And, like, so, I mean, see- that's
1: why I'm thinking, like, it already this year seemed less like Young Justice, more like just Justice League Unlimited.
0: Yeah, it really did. And so,
1: that's why I feel like it's going.
0: I could see us getting two seasons where it's, like... The next one is the light and the earth. The light and the heroes t- have to bite the bullet and f- band together to beat Side and his forces. And then the final season is the light versus the team for all. It just for, depends on day. how
1: much you know BS filler episodes they want to give us.
0: Yeah, true, 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 true. But I'm excited for season four. Anything else from season three that you want to... Oh, Lobo's alive. Yeah, that was the end credit. Yeah. Anything else that we're missing that's like big? I think that's it.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I think that is probably oh it. Vandal
0: Savage and Dark Side re- regain their partnership.
1: Yeah, we kind of mentioned Talked that. that yeah.
0: Well, I think that might be it. Yeah. What did you think of the season overall?
1: Uh, it these three episodes saved it for me. I Definitely, think, um, it's one of those things where like it's the same thing i say with the last jedi it's like don't knock the last jedi until, you see the next until we and... f- finish the whole thing yeah because like wh- who's to say that a lot of the things you know talking about your mirror deal uh, or the, whatever that the vision yeah and um other elements of it whether it's their force connection or whatever it might be something that incorporates into this overall theme at the end of star wars i guess it's the same thing with Young Justice. Like in the middle there were definitely some episodes that I was like, Well, what is this all about? Yeah. Like why is this important? Like why do we need to worry about this? But it all ties in at the end to to be important. Like now so much so I think, you know, Halo having kissed that girl at the beach becomes way more relevant because it's just one, another portrayal added on to, B- to Brionne. You know. Yeah. So
0: you know, it's just It all ties in together, man. It, it all, all builds shows, It all builds on each other. And because this is the first season where it's left open ended and where the villain still is going to be there next season, even more so, more of a war than ever. This was kind of like the setup season. Yeah, well, not kind of; it was.
1: Sure, it was. like
0: it, it had its own contained story with the grainy goodness stuff, but the the light still won because they know what the anti life equation is and how to get it with Halo, and the League still won because they have the key. Because they have the key, exactly so yeah Yeah, whereas the first was the season before with the reach was the reach and season one was them versus the light and all that i mean i guess the light still no season one was uh the genomorphs and all that shit which did get another tie into this season but both season one and season two felt finite this one is still ongoing in a sense this storyline and these plot lines but yeah, dope. What would you would you rate this? Well, as real the-
1: quick before we do that, what would who do you think was not used as, or uh, I wouldn't say underused, but who would you have liked to have seen more from, or who would you like to see more from going in, into the next season? Tim Drake. Okay,
0: he got the shaft. He For got, sure, like that whole young Batman, like with Arrowhead. When we saw Green Arrow coming, especially
1: because he's supposed to have this deal with Wonder Girl.
0: Yep, he got the shaft. I'd like to see more static
1: that's what yeah see that's where i'm at i'm like he pretty much got taken out of that whole last three episode equation because of he was falling around black lightning and even then black lightning still got a bunch of
0: stuff stuff. and yeah we still didn't get to see static so static i would like to see more stuff given oh oh, we didn't talk about this next next season the legion of superheroes are coming it's assumed based upon that ring we saw at the end yeah you don't like that
1: I mean, I don't really know anything about it, so it really doesn't mean anything to me. They're
0: just a future. He- they're they're the team that Superman trains with from the future. They're the future heroes. I don't it, know how that it, ties wait, to dark Wait,
1: side. wait, wait, is that that deal from Supergirl? I guess you wouldn't remember, but like, no, yes,
0: that, that's and c- Supergirl, Mon-El,
1: Monel, and all that crew. Brainiac Five, Brainiac Five, that's them. That's them. Or
0: if you watch Justice League in the Fatal Five,
1: yeah, that's right. They are in that too.
0: Yep, that's them. Yeah, so that's the Legion and supposedly they're going to be there next season. We shall see. I don't know how that ties on the dark side though.
1: I don't think it really does. I think it just adds another element for the team.
0: Yeah, it just adds more characters to new new people instead of like Brion and, G- and the outsider people that Well, who,
1: I feel like in this they're just trying to touch a lot of untouched DC comic stuff. area. Yeah. And that's something that Because this season they definitely
0: used a lot of outsider characters gods. that we didn't expect like we got New Gods and Outsiders. Next season, we'll get Legion of Superheroes and something something else. Or other other New Gods and other people in New Genesis. So, that'll be interesting, man. I don't think I rate this season higher than Season 1 or Season 2 of Young Justice.
1: I mean, I don't remember any of those ratings that we had or if we ever did it. We never gave them. ratings,
0: but I'm just saying in terms of like my personal opinion, I don't think I would rate them higher than Season 1 or Season 2.
1: I don't know. I think that it's one of those things where it's it's like the end game effect where personally, I think that the season is better than the other seasons because of some of the connectivity mm. and the building from the past, previous past, seasons. Yeah. Like, you know, where Connor Kent is left at the end of the season is a different Connor. Kind of, yeah. It's like such a, it rewards you so much for sticking with it from the beginning. Yep. So, but as its own season I definitely feel like there were weaker points than in some of the previous seasons.
0: and that's where I'm standing like I agree with you in terms of like the way that they tied everything together to the past a plus a plus a plus
1: well and I think those were all my favorite parts like even the lingo
0: but that goes back to our thing of we like the team that they introduced us to like we haven't spent enough time in, with with beast boy or with all these like these the quote-unquote outsiders in the young team like even B- blue beetle and kid flash we didn't get enough of them this season like the people that they've made us learn to love and grow ha- took a back seat in this season
1: well it was weird because they were trying to give them both equal airtime but i don't think they did it very effectively i think what was the most difficult with trying to wade through was the justice league stuff because yeah. like that was that's what made it way more busy than it's ever been before. Because usually we would had Justice League in, but we hadn't had two teams. Yeah. You know, so we had, like, two teams doing their own thing. It was hard f- at times. We had two Young
0: Justice teams and two Justice League teams.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it was just hard at times to, to figure out who was defined in what role or yeah. for what team. So, one no, hundred that kind of made it difficult. But And yeah. they
0: couldn't show the Batman stuff because that was the purpose of, like, the last episodes, to show, that like, like, what they were doing in the shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 100%. Well, that, that's Young Justice, man. Good, good good, end to the season. Can't wait for season four. Shooey, that's about all we got this week.
1: Yeah, that's a big ending for one show in the DC streaming service because we're going to be getting ready to talk about Titans next week. And I'm
0: super excited for that.
1: Yeah, uh, I think we've, we'll we see what we do with it, with it. We'll probably review it. We'll either review it then or review it the next week. One of the two, yeah. Yeah, depending on scheduling and, you know, getting Titans, making sure. Well, I don't know. Are they just going to drop one at a time or are they going to give us two or
0: something? I think they're just dropping one.
1: All right. Well, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I mean, do you know if it's going to be extended or anything? Probably be a little longer. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. Maybe like an hour 15 or something. Because they got to
0: get rid of Trigon. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's going to be half the episode and the other half setting up season two.
1: And we should have, yeah. And we should so
0: have. We should have already been done. We with. should have
1: already had the longer episode.
0: Uh-huh. But, but that's a whole another story for another day. But yeah, yeah should be man. I'm excited for next week. Also, pitch it because I know we were supposed to give you guys the pitch It match of Charles and Brooklyn this week. That will either be next week or the week after. Character.
1: Again, that's why you know, we're going to wade through the waters of yeah, the next couple and weeks everything. and figure out what we want to do. It
0: with, will either with, be this week or pitch it will be this week or vice versa.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just got to get myself in the mindset to go see it, <laughs> especially if I'm going to go by myself or something. <laughs> like so, you know, so we got to yeah. Know, at least
0: I can go with my girlfriend. We got
1: to we got to massage this gently. To figure out w- how we're going to do this because either like,
0: way, you're going to get something good next week and the week after.
1: So. Definitely, definitely, it's uh, getting to a really fun time of year with football. And, you know, content uh, with the movies because we're getting closer to uh, October, which is a great month for movies. And then November, we're going to get Disney+. Plus. And then December, of course, we get Star Wars and all the Christmas films. So,
0: Yep, so good time to be a movie fan, but that's about yep. it, man.
1: All right, so go ahead and tell the people what's going on with the network. Be Lyndon. sure to
0: check out the main show we just dropped. Good, good episode. Be sure to check out Anime Talk as well as a new episode of Anime Talk coming out on Tuesday. As well as if you're excited for LSU football, check out Primetime's LSU game preview. You can find all that at www.broswhothink.com. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think on Twitter. You can find me at limbwt.
1: You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ashooper14. Make sure you listen to all things going on with the bros who think network. And be sure to uh, go out, like I said in the movie On The Rise, check out everything that's going on. There's a lot of great things ending, a lot of things come starting in the fall pilot season. Give some things a chance. And if there's something out there that's just starting up that you're really into, send us a tweet. Let us know what it is because I'd love to check it out.
0: 100%. Well, yeah. Right?
1: All right. Well, I hope everyone has a great weekend and as always, keep bingeing. think oh, I'm
0: I think I'm, going under. I think I'm in-